0: Yo, man, you're on? I'm on. You hear me? Yeah, man, I can hear you. How's it going? Not bad, man. How are you? Hey, doing all right. Just for all the people who are listening, this is a dude I went to high school with. <laughs> How long has it been, man? Wow, man. Ten uh, years? Ten Yeah, years. man, we're, we're freaking we're old, man. But, uh, yeah, today I wanted to bring you on because back in the day, you and a couple of other dudes, you know, the Wolf pack, you guys <laughs> were the fighting game <laughs> champions, man, and like, you know, I'm talking about Street Fighter, like what you go ahead, tell me, what games did you guys play like what what were your favorite games back in the day?,
1: uh, man, that was two thousand eight, that was before or that was the year Street Fighter Four came out, but okay, and that was the big one, but that came out in arcade, so we didn't get it till the next year. So back, yeah. back then we were still playing all the old games. We were so we were playing whatever uh I remember you used to hook us up with the main emulator with Final Burn, remember? Oh uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. So yeah. So All of
1: those old games we were playing. And it wasn't we, it was me beating everybody. Let's keep it let's keep it straight. Back then. Oh. <laughs> maybe one person was man. giving me a run, but yeah, man, those are good times. Yeah, but yeah. It everything man, Tekken, Street Fighter. I played a little Guilty year. Uh, anything, well, you name it. You know, back then I was thirsty for any any game, any competition. Yeah.
0: So, so, like, man, so what was the appeal? Like, you guys, like, I, I recognize, like, I never, I don't know why I never really got into fighting games with you guys, even though I hung out with you a lot. But um, what was the appeal of, like, fighting games like Street Fighter and Tekken and, you know, all that? as opposed to other types of, like, shooting games and other stuff? Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, for me, for me in particular, I, I could speak for, I mean, I remember back then it was just me and Fredo. Remember Alfredo? Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember him. Yeah. 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 Us who would play.
1: I, I played basically because I grew up in, I grew up when I was really little in L.A., and my older brother, I have an older, I have a brother that's older than me by, like, four or five years, uh, he he would play Street Fighter in the arcades and in like Seven Eleven when Street Fighter Two came out. Okay. So way back in the day, as a kid, I would watch him play. You know, and for Christmas, we I remember for Christmas we got a Sega Sega Genesis and we had it we had a Street Fighter at home, and I was I was just obsessed with it. I yeah. Had to see my brother play, you know Ryu Ken, all these characters, and I I was just obsessed with that. I always want to play it. I always want to beat him. I could never beat him till I got older. And for me, that that was just the only game I ever really played. I was never really too into shooters. I, I play a little bit more of those types of games now, but even then, yeah, I would tell people like, you know, I was never really comfortable with like the game controller. I was always comfortable like with the arcade stick in my hand because that's just what I did as a little kid. You know, yeah, my mom would leave me there, and you know, before we moved up here to like more suburb area, that that's where I was. You know, that's what I was doing, and that's how. You know, our friend Alfredo was too. He lived down the hill and did the same thing. So
0: okay,
1: it was just like culture for me, I, and it's just what I knew. You know, as a kid, trying you know, you look up to your older brother. We would play baseball a little bit, and I kind of looked up to him in that. But for me, it was mainly Street Fighter. I was really competitive, trying to beat my brother in that. And okay, that, but that's what for me. You know, I always cared about about that about Street Fighter. It was mainly Street Fighter. I did. I remember I played Tekken with you and a few other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that that happened but that was just that just it all stemmed from street fighter 2 you know wanting to beat my brother and then the versus games you know marvel versus capcom of course all that i remember the first i still remember the first time i saw ryu and like cyclops next to each other i freaked out as a kid and
0: oh but but you know what i remember it was uh me you and we have a friend named Frank, Emmett I mean Frank, uh, uh Brent, Brent Frank's. And we went down to uh I think we went down to like Los Angeles or something. We went to an arcade. And yes. man, Brent beat this uh this dude, you know, like a bunch of Asian dudes down there. Brent beat this dude. And like he just banged on the like he was on the you guys were on the arcade machine. And this dude, he just banged on the on the on the arcade machine, and he walked away. I'm like, dude why are you so pissed? Like, is that like just part of the culture? Just people, they're like just so into the games that it's almost like an emotional type thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you
1: have your your version of like rage quitting online now with the shooters and like people calling each other racist things or stuff. Yeah, well, it comes with it, but like real life, you know, it's just competitive. I remember back in the day as as like a a younger kid in the arcades, there was a, and it sounds stupid now, but, You know, people didn't like when you would do, like, a throw on each other or something. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, my my older brother was at the arcade. And, like, this big Mexican gangster guy was playing him in Street Fighter 2. And my brother, like, kept throwing at him. I don't know if by accident or not. And then I remember the guy tried to fight my brother. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I I was, like, I was maybe – I was five, so that meant he was 10. Or maybe I was six, he was 11. And I remember he was just, like, run. Like, we ran home to our apartment complex back then. (laughs) so it's just like the early version of you know competitive not not necessarily rage quitting but you know people showing their emotions and in that more specific instance you know where we're from here in southern california we're what let's say i'll say like an hour and a half from la Uh in the u.s you know la or the southern california area that's like the i'd say top top three for sure no one could argue you know most competitive area. From okay, and when we were that there, okay, nobody knew who Brent and I were, Who anybody was, and, and especially Brent, who now, I mean, if anybody listening to this knows competitive fighting games, they know they probably know who Brent is. He goes, But Brent is cool, yeah, um, he was really, really good, but they didn't know it. So they see this little white well, he wasn't little anymore, he's pretty tall, but they see this white dude come onto the mm-hmm. machine that they've never seen before, they don't expect to, to for him to be good, and then he was just you know beating everybody, and that that what you mentioned happened a lot, you know. People, people, you know, they think they're better than they are or they, you know, but it's just competitive. It's like the emotion that comes out in real life. You know, something that's something you don't get from other games that are played like almost only online.
0: Yeah, like I was just surprised. Like at a certain point, you know, we kind of disconnected after high school. We moved on and, you know, I moved away. And uh, like I would go back online and see. I don't know if you were doing it, but I know Brent was, like, going to all these tournaments and stuff. And I was like, really? Like, this this thing you guys were doing in high school where you were just, like, playing fighting games, you're really taking this seriously. Like, you're taking it to a whole different level. Like, what type of tournaments... Were you actually involved in tournaments, or is that something that he primarily did?
1: Um, For that in particular, I
0: remember I was always, you know, I always
1: wanted to to do all the traveling and going to different events and stuff, but... And I guess, you know, like you said, we disconnected after high school, but I didn't really, I didn't have, we neither Brent nor I, we didn't have a car for a while, you know. We yeah. were like 18, didn't have a job. He started yeah. to go to school, but I never took to school. So it was just like a slow build up. We, like, Street Fighter, because he, he played, like, Gears of War and, like, shooter games. So he was from that realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember we we kind of got him into street fighter and he just took it to xbox live i never i never really played on xbox live i would just play offline like we would have weekly meetups up here we yeah we fought you know we fought and fought and tried and tried to find new people using you know online forums and stuff till eventually it stuck and we got a consistent group of people to play with offline and that's when i would practice i didn't practice as much as you know he did and he got way better as you you know you see you can go youtube him he's got videos everywhere of him at like big tournaments
0: yeah man. like you
1: said I, at some point i remember i just kind of stopped i had like a six or eight month period where i stopped playing completely because i just lost real i really lost interest i always cared about it and thought about it but i lost interest in that that point like that eight six month period he really took off with it okay and since then I, re- I didn't really you know i didn't really catch back up but
0: uh, so, so like, most of the tournament playing and whatnot, like, yeah, that was – that's just something he's been dominating. Like, what kind of – has he ever really uh, – has he taken first place anywhere? Oh, well, yeah, for he...
1: sure. For sure. He's he's won a lot of tournaments
0: in California. He's done really good.
1: You know, we have what is considered in this realm like a major, which is, a you know, a bigger tournament with bigger prize money, which is usually out of state, which he's placed high in, you know, and that's where, like, all the international players are. He's done really well. He's made a name for himself. I mean, you know, I, I said local for the most part. I was at one point like the main person in charge or I took it upon myself to try to organize our local scene. And I tried to organize tournaments. And I, you know, I, I tried to just be more involved on that front because I couldn't really practice as much to do like work and stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, and more recently, I've always had this in the back of my mind. I've, I've always had this passion and love for fighting games but i'd say the past three or four years it, it kind of snuck away from me to where i would only really play with my roommate and yeah. brand every once in a while but you know he's still competing he's traveling doing all this stuff that i i always wanted to do but it didn't really work out for me and you know that's why now we're we are where we are you know we we're kind of creating a lot of different content right now through our channel and we have our own podcast
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about your podcast. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Tell me what that is all about. Tell me the people involved with it, all that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um. so like I said, I had this like this thing in mind. We're, we, and I've been trying to do something, some sort of form of releasing content, a YouTube channel, a Twitch channel, something, for like six or seven years, you know? But,
0: uh-huh.
1: but back then, you know, I was younger. I didn't really have – not to say that I do now, but I didn't have my head on straight in certain ways. Yeah. And I didn't have a steady job or anything. So all these ideas, you know, they would fall short because of, you know, I didn't have it or I didn't have the time for it or I didn't have the money to buy certain equipment. But, you know, now being a little bit older and, you know, things fell into place a little differently, I was just talking and I had wanted – I have been wanting to do like an interview, like an interview type of series, podcast through this fighting game community so i can you know kind of jump back in but i had a group chat going with brent another friend jared who who was my old roommate that i used to play fighting games with and another friend of ours chris who's who's really well known in the scene
0: uh-huh.
1: and we just i just said you know what uh i was actually drunk at the bar across from my work
0: <clears throat> okay
1: so i just like you know what let's just record this next week let's make something happen you know we have you know four great minds here we could put something good out so I that day like at the bar I pulled out my phone went on Amazon record uh, you know bought mics mixer I bought every all the equipment I needed and slowly but surely you know we started this podcast because we felt we felt a, a need not a necessary need but we all wanted to all none of we wanted to create something as well as we felt like just people in this scene don't make anything good <laughs> as messed up as it sounds like we just Saw a lack of good content, so we wanted to put something good out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and I feel you, man, because like I don't want to say that in terms of like I, I focus primarily on on anime and doing anime re- reviews and all that. I I didn't see too many podcasts. Like you see a lot of YouTube videos where they do a lot of anime reviews and all that. Yeah, but you don't really see too many podcasts that focus on uh, not only anime reviews but also focusing on certain aspects of anime such as artwork and and music and like you, you want to look, you know, beyond just uh the cool the, the cool action scenes and stuff. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into the production value of it. So that's what I try to focus on. So like I, I get you when you're trying to find when you don't really see someone in your space putting out, you know great content or at least certain types of content that you would like to focus on
1: yeah exactly and um that's what we started as but um i think we're 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 just over six months in we started back in i think november maybe maybe after i'm not sure i don't even remember but where we do weekly we've been uploading every wednesday for you know six months straight we missed literally our six month anniversary we we didn't upload because of a certain I forgot what happened but other yeah. than that we've been doing consistently and you know it's it's evolved in that time where we started as a podcast and we knew you know the more we did it as weeks passed we, we knew that we as a group as a collective could do more you know the more we see just bad stuff coming out or things that are just kind of lame that People are just using to try to get famous or to try to get attention. So like what? Uh, like you what? know, like other uh, are as far as you know the, the whole esports world goes of competitive gaming, because that's uh-huh. what this that's what this is turning into. Um, this world or this scene is very young compared to you know first person shooters or like MOBA games. You know this isn't League of Legends, this isn't Counter Strike. Yeah. So it's young and growing, and a lot of people are. Trying to be the first. There's no like big reaction channel. There's no big meme. Cha- you know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, yeah. That,
1: all those things are already established and exist in other worlds. Don't exist here. And people, people are doing like just things to try to get famous rather than try to do things that are meaningful.
0: Oh, I, I get life. you. I get you. I yeah. get you.
1: Hundred percent. And in certain cases, it's people that we know, or it's you know people that we may have seen around before. And to to me, that's just really bothered because. This is something that I really, I, you know, like I told you, I remember being a kid at Seven Eleven and I couldn't reach the arcade stick. You know, I've been do, I've been playing these games for a long time. It's something that I really cared about. Yeah. So I always thought, you know, I want there to be something meaningful, meaningful coming out of this that a lot of people aren't doing. And not only people aren't doing, but there's people that are going to the extent of trying to just. You know, you know how it is. It's they just oversaturate it with things just to try to get to that point where they're just trying to get famous or whatever. But Yeah. That's where our oh. podcast was in the beginning. You know, we were doing news, you know, different fighting game related topics, but we've split off not split off, but we've added, you know, we have our own YouTube channel, which and, and you know, our podcast is called The Gauntlet. G, you know, the gauntlet like the Infinity Gauntlet, no
0: relation, but that's how it's spelled. So so where can we find that at? Like
1: what <laughs> everywhere. Every... It's everywhere. It's on it's not here on Anchor. I I just learned about this app and I think it's pretty cool, but we don't we yeah. we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, anything you guys want to go check out. But yeah, our, for sure. i I would more wanna direct people towards our YouTube channel, which is Gauntlet T V with two Ts. Okay. Yeah, we, we have like a right now we have a popular or a, you know video with an interview we did with the famous player daigo that if you know who if you know street fighter competitively you know who daigo is where we we did a big interview with him as well as like a documentary vlog style video of of a major tournament we were just at okay that's more of like the more meaningful fighting game content where the podcast has kind of turned into like more of a behind the scenes into our mind of you know just these four guys that are trying to well there's there's five of us but four of us that do the podcast that are trying to just kinda almost make like a media company out of
0: this this whole thing. Hey that's dope man. I, I like that a lot. Like um it's just the it's the the idea or the aspect of trying to do something meaningful as opposed to just doing it just for the sake of attention. And I think that has a lot to do with um, you know, just the new generational gap. I you I think you and me We can say that we're from, it's kind of hard to say this, I guess, the older generation of of, uh, fighting, like in terms of like fighting game fans or enthusiasts. And and because like the people coming up, the kids coming up, all they've ever known is Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and getting likes and shares. And, you know, we're all a little bit. narcissistic i guess oh, like sure. we we really we really just want our face to be out there and we want everybody to see our face and love it and click on it and oh look he likes fighting games you know as opposed to actually putting out stuff that means something is just meaningless content and i see that all the freaking time yeah with certain accounts out there man and but i i think it's it's just social media culture and that's that's
1: what it is, for sure. Oh, for sure. It, it's, all,
0: it's all about clicks, you know?
1: That's what it is about everywhere, but it kind of sucks to see that become, you know, the scene that I've... Even though I wasn't really close to it, I always kept up with it, you know? Yeah. Even though I wasn't actively participating in tournaments, I've always cared about it, and I've always, you know, checked results and seen where the game's at, and I would play a little here and there, but I've always cared about it, and... Our biggest, like our biggest news site, you know, like for basketball, if you think about ESPN, our biggest news site for fighting games is like
0: trash. It's garbage. Really? Yeah. (laughs) What's that? What's that is that? It's called Event Hubs. So, Event Hub. So, so, what is it? Is it just like posting just for the sake of posting? It feels like it sometimes, you know?
1: And I guess, yeah. you know, they got to get their money and, you know, slow day, they have to put out a certain amount of articles every week. But to me, it's just like, I just see that. And I see that they're the most popular site. I think that that's like a tragedy in a way.
0: Yeah. You know, let me give you some insight real quick. So, you know, what I do is uh, I'm a freelance writer. So, like, uh, I have clients come to me or I go to clients and I put out content. It's like, okay, you got a blog on horse gear. I'm only using horse gear because I have a client who sells horse gear. <laughs> well, let me. And he's he's like the number three, you know, biggest horse gear distributor in the United States. But anyway, um, let's let me put out you know, four or five articles a week for you. And sometimes it gets to a point where not all of the content is meaningful. Sometimes it's just put out to to meet a quota. And and I do that a lot. I I get that a lot. And, you know, it's it's whatever. It's whatever the client wants. They pay me and I do it. But I do notice that, that in today's world, people are addicted to new content doesn't matter what is. It doesn't matter if it's garbage. If it's new, they're going to click on it because on social media, all you see is, you know, you scroll down your Facebook feed and just something new every 10 seconds or something new. So if you want to be successful as any sort of platform, fighting game platform, anime platform, whatever, you have to put out just a wave of new content constantly. And sometimes when you put out too much, it can't all be quality. It just it, it gets to a point where just all of it's just straight up trash.
1: Yeah, and that's that's how I see it. Because I see other other avenues of like other games or other, you know, other cultures and games. I don't know how to put like fighting or sorry FPS games and stuff. Yeah, and I'll see sites for them where like a lot of the the content is just quality content, like good. Better videos and stuff. And I, like I said, that just comes from our of from our world being newer, you know?
0: Where yeah, the, yeah.
1: Our game is just now reaching like it's, I think it's third or fourth season of a professional tour. And I get, you know, I know your site, this is like an anime, I know this is an anime podcast, but that site I'm telling you about will post a photo gallery of like a girl dressed in cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> which has nothing to do with what the fighting yeah, game that, community is. I was is.
0: gonna say, what what does that have to do with exactly right? <laughs> what, what they what they're like representing? Like, exactly. so what exactly do they do? That like that's supposed to be a fighting game platform as well.
1: I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Oh,
0: Okay. Well, never mind. But you know,
1: like you just said, <laughs> it's it's the world of clicks, and if there's not a lot of good content, that means that there's space for it, and that's what we've been trying to you know. As something we Damn. care about, you know, we care about this community. We care about the scene. We're not trying to make money off of this. Not that, you know, we wouldn't because we're funding this all on our own out of pocket. It's just something yeah. you know, out of passion for what we want there to be. Because right yeah. now there's only one person that does interviews for videos, you know. There's one person that does – there's maybe like – there's a few podcasts for our scene, but they're all the same, you know. And it's just there's, there's – Space for all these different things right now, and with that space, is people shooting out garbage, and then there's people that hopefully we hope are gonna put out more meaningful things, and we want to try to kind of shift towards that where things are more meaningful, better production, more well thought out, rather than oh look, nobody's doing this, let's be the first ones to do it, and just because we're the first ones to do it, it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for for sure, man, and like I, I really support that, man. Like, a, one thing I've been trying to do on Instagram lately was I was trying to uh, create a group of accounts that wanted to grow together. Uh be like, because, you know, that like you said, there's so many accounts out there that just, it's just garbage posts, man. It's just nothing but garbage. And I wanted to, I was trying to reach out to accounts, you know, anime-related accounts that had, um, you know, great content on it, but they weren't, you know, so big in terms of followers and all that. And then we were going to just figure out a way to be able to grow everybody together. And then as they grow, I grow with them. And then, um, you know, like we, we do shout outs. So it'd be like, Hey, you know, check out what's awesome on this page. And then I'll shout that person out. We get 10, 20, 30 people. And then we can all grow together. Because I I don't like to see, you know, um, especially um, when you, when it comes to Instagram, I don't like to look at people as competitors. If we're all doing the same thing, we're all doing it right. I just like to, to see it as we're just, you know, almost as partnerships. Because it's all about sharing the love of whatever you're trying to do. In your case, you know, it's like sharing the love of fighting games.
1: Yeah, and that that's for sure. That's right there what you just mentioned is like a huge pet peeve I have or something I really hate about where our community is right now because – like I said, because it's so – it's so smart. It feels like it's big or it feels like it's growing, but it's really small when you look yeah. at other worlds. There's people that are in certain places where they won't – like you just said, you know, we can all grow together. They will push either push you away, push you down, or not help support you when they're supposed to be your friend. Yeah. And they will, like, kind of try to shelf you and put you away.
0: Yeah. It gets, yeah. It's all about being a narcissist, man. Exactly. It's all about being me. Yeah. And then,
1: you know, like I said, we – We have been doing this podcast, you know, probably for like five months when we released that video with Daigo that, you know, our, you know, it hit like 16,000, it might be at 16,000, 17,000 views right now. And then when that came out, people started taking us seriously, you know, and then all the people that, all the people that weren't helping us out or supporting before, now they're like, you know, they're, now they're throwing out the retweets and now it's like, oh, hey, check these guys out.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Which could go yeah. two ways, right? I guess you know maybe maybe our stuff was trash before, and now you know we earned the the support. But I don't know. It's just it's just weird to see that. Just what? Yeah. But you know you know how it is. People. Yeah. It's, people,
0: so so it's like after you bring on the big dude. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, <laughs> then here comes the support. <laughs> it's like oh oh maybe maybe we should you know back these guys up. Maybe yeah. like, should put some support out. But yeah, I like that man. I like the message you guys are putting out there. And actually doing some meaningful stuff in the fighting game community. But so, I, so I have a question for you. What's your, what's the fighting game um, that you would recommend for people to play that are into anime? Like, what is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is the fighting game right now? Like, what's the hottest one that that if you're an anime fan that you would recommend? All
1: right. Well, I don't. Hopefully, I don't offend anybody from like. Maybe this is the, the obvious pick, you know, like your mom would say Pikachu for anime. <laughs> yeah. I would say Dragon, Dragon Ball Fighters right now is like really oh, hot.
0: Man, it's, I would say that's the hottest fighting game of all time right now. But then again, <laughs> it, I'm not really into the scene like that. No, so I, it, really that the case?
1: it really is. It really yeah, is.
0: Oh, my I, God. It's hard, they to be, mean, it's hard to say
1: anything's bigger than Street Fighter V just because they have the Pro Tour, but. For sure, that, yeah. that game right now, I think it's it has, this year so far, like it's fifth place in sales yeah of any game. Okay. Yeah, so it has a crazy amount of players. It's a really good game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's insanely good. It's really, you know, fast-paced. It's fun to watch, and you know, we all recognize the characters. So I would recommend that just to anybody, even. If, if you weren't an anime fan, I would recommend
0: that game. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that mess is amazing. I, I feel like one of the better aspects of it, uh, going beyond the the actual fighting mechanics, uh, are the interactions between the characters. Is so in depth that you will have to actually watch the series to appreciate the little cutscenes, you know, between you know the various characters. Because you know how when you select one character, let's say you select Goku. And then you have Goku Black come out. Yeah, uh, there there are certain interactions between the two that you really wouldn't understand unless you actually watch the anime. So I, I like the attention to detail, but that's just the my reviewer side of me coming out. No, no, Look deeper, you know. I, I for sure, because I, I do watch that
1: anime. I've seen all, you know, I've seen all of it, and yeah, there are those interactions where it's even to the they got so detailed to the point where certain. Finishes like if one if you beat another character with yours as the yeah. last one, it has a specific ending.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, absolutely right. So yeah. I I love that attention to detail. That's one of the best parts of the, of the game yeah. to me, man. And it's it's good to see you
1: know a game that not only from like your you like you said your anime reviewer side you appreciate the, the attention to detail, you appreciate the gameplay, but also as a competitive player it's really it's really a fun game to play and it's really yeah. competitive, and it's fun to watch also for a yeah. casual spectator even
0: yeah yeah like i go on the youtube and i watch all the all the various uh you know tournaments going on and stuff and people man i'm always i'm always amazed how beastly people can get
1: yeah
0: at these games but then again if you really practice you know hard at anything you can get really good at it um but yeah i get I'm always just amazed at, like, just some of these air combos and whatnot. And, like, they'll pop the dude up, and he'll do a 10-hit combo. And then he'll, <laughs> he'll throw him back down, and then he'll do a ground move, and then he'll do a grab. And and then half of the, you know, half of his life is already gone. Yeah. And, and like, I, I've seen several matches where the entire match was decided in the first
1: I don't, don't know 30 seconds, seconds. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah and and that's only because one of them I feel like it's psychological too like like give me an insight on this I feel like sometimes when you're playing these games and you're going for five matches in a row like if if you don't keep your discipline and, and I don't know if you let your uh, opponent get into your head I'm not sure how to phrase it um you can slip up
1: Okay. Oh, sure. your
0: performance starts to you know your performance starts to slip up as well is that something that's that actually happens when you're playing these games. Uh, yeah, for
1: like a tournament set. Um, yeah, early on in the tournaments, usually two out of three. Most tournaments, most tournaments do three out of five towards.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: for sure, you know, you start the first game, so you're gonna play first to play 1st of 2 wins. Let's say yeah. early on in the tournament, if you if you're gonna play the first the first match you have, uh, using Dragon Ball Fighters as an example, let's say you have Cell, and on the point of your team they have Goku Black. You're gonna know how if you're an experienced player, you're gonna know how those characters interact and what strengths Cell has over Black. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of play that match, but after that first game ends, whether you win or lose, you're gonna to start to you're gonna have this match. Not only are you gonna have the knowledge of how those two characters interact, but how the person controlling it plays that character.
0: Yeah. So that okay. person,
1: that guy, might be a guy that jumps a lot, or a guy that throws a lot, or a guy that you know does some you know different things that can happen. So then it turns into chess where now you have a counter for them. You realize, okay. oh this guy's gonna jump a lot, I can do this. Or that guy could even be thinking, Oh, I jumped a lot the last match, let me do this to counter what he's gonna do. So it become uh, it always becomes a high pace, like fast paced game of chess. It's it's more like a lot of people call it chess, but it's more like speed chess.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Where you have to be ready for the counter to your counter and sometimes you gotta throw things out knowing it's gonna get countered just to kind of condition them to do something and it, it just it's just really crazy yeah, at the highest level it's really a really really fast version of that of you know the really good players even I can even say myself I could play the game to a really high degree do any combo and I will know how characters interact but the very good players can do all that as like a reflex and that's you know muscle memory is second nature what they're really yeah. what they're really playing is that game of chess where you know they're going to jump now they're going to do this now. And they're going to they're countering each other on a different level.
0: Yeah. And and I feel like it gets to a point, you know, like I was saying it's psychological and and then it gets to a point that when you have two very high quality players who are just, you know, at the top of the game, uh, it just gets to a point where it just, if one slips up, that's it. So it's not that one is better than the other when you're watching these, you know, high caliber players, It's not that, you know, uh, uh, team A is better than team B or whatever. It's just that if one guy's psychological, I don't know, there's just something, if something slips up, even the slightest slip up, then, you know, the other guy wins. Yeah, that can for sure happen.
1: Just just like one mistake can snowball into five mistakes or sometimes it could be, you know, even a mechanical mistake, something that they're used to. You know, a combo they don't they never drop that drops one time and they start to think about it too much and the other guy just starts to steamroll them. Yeah, that, that for sure happens a lot. You know, people just yes. they can't keep their bearings sometimes and they Yeah, that, that definitely happens. It's happened to me. Whereas yeah. you know, something happens out of the normal and it, you know, just that little bug in your brain starts to tell you, you know, you should have done this. So then sometimes you try to replicate it and you get so stuck on that one thought that you're not thinking about the rest of the game. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, sure. it's, it's crazy. It's it's something that every other game has it, you know, but in this world in particular, it's one-on-one. And it, it stems from that, you know, the original, the original version of it, like I said, was you were standing next to the person at the arcade. Yeah. No matter where you were. And that feeling is something completely different from a first-person shooter that you're probably used to playing through an internet connection. Yeah, which is competitive in its own way obviously not not to knock on that but the feeling of the person next to you where you know if you knock them down and you feel them mashing the buttons next to you you kind of tell what they're gonna do right
0: yeah, yeah 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 but what
1: if they're doing that on purpose to try to scare you and get you to back off you know that's a that's a whole different mind game that, <laughs> that's a different mind game that's not even that's not even on the screen <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's, a oh, that's that's a game that's a game that's being played from the other side of the screen that's not even within the game.
0: Dude, that that's like it goes it goes beyond like like you said it goes beyond the actual game. It's sheesh, man. Yeah. I, I've never thought about it that way. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that that's <laughs> the the little brother tech. You know, when you're smarter than your little brother, you start to you know you start to wiggle the stick a little bit, and they're gonna get scared that you're gonna do one thing and then you don't do it. Yeah. And if you're looking at the screen, you don't even know that that's happening. That's happening on the other side of the screen. That's happening. Not between Ryo and Ken or whatever fighting, you know, Goku and Vegeta on the screen. That's happening between you on the the other side of the screen. And that's something that, to me, it's always been really special. Things like that. There's players that, you know, definitely put an extra, they put their shoulder into a certain move to kind of get the other guy to think they're going to do something.
0: Hey, Hey, like I went to uh, Anime Expo one year. Well, I've been going for the past like six, seven years. And uh, I I was in a tournament for Naruto Ninja Storm 4, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 4, but anyway. So I was running Neji, uh, Rock Lee, and um, Itachi, I think. But anyway, uh, it got to a point – say I'm fairly decent. I'm not going to say I'm good because there are a lot of really good players. So I'll just say I'm decent. Yeah. And it got to a point where – I don't know. I just started getting tired and, and like psychologically I was getting tired and, and then I started getting frustrated because when I got tired I slipped up and like uh Neji got combo. Then I switched out with Rockley, and, and, you know, I just wasn't playing my best because I felt like, uh, you know, it's it just started to steamroll in the opposite direction of my my discipline. And this is just, you know, my own terminology. I'm not sure of the terminology you use in the fighting game world. But, you know, my, my discipline just started to to waver a little bit. And as I got more frustrated, I was like, I should have blocked that. I should have blocked that attack. I should have jumped. I should have, you know, I should have uh, uh, did a substitution jutsu or whatever. Um, I just started messing up more and more and got to a point where I couldn't recover.
1: Yeah, you were you were thinking so much of what you should have done that, you didn't see what you should do next, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah.
1: That's typical. Yeah, that that's that's exactly what you know. One layer of fighting games of what can go wrong, you know. The that, like you said, the discipline you need to have at the higher levels. Even now that you know, right now it's it's the biggest it's ever been. There's more players than ever. So we're at the point right now when Street Fighter Five came out, which is you know the current Street Fighter that there's people. There's, there will be a dude from Montana you never heard of that's really good. Mm-hmm. So that type of, you know, that feeling of being flustered out of nowhere could happen to anybody at any time. So your mental, like, your mental guard has to be up really high to just, you know, your confidence has to be high. Yeah. Your mechanical ability has to be high. the You know, and also – a really good player that that right there is something that only a really good player will have is the ability to know that they made a mistake and not let them affect their next move. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cuz that's hard. That that even myself or people that I know that are close to me that they, they will they will for sure do that. And they'll yeah. start slamming the stick, you know, they'll start slamming the buttons like, "Oh my god," you know, they you can see their anger. Yeah. And you know, just kind of like a you think about Bruce Lee, you don't really see emotion when he's fighting, you know? yeah or bo- yeah. a good boxer doesn't show their emotion they they keep it locked down and they push through it so yeah
0: look like let, let me give you an example like um I, like since we separated i went to college and i got a degree in music and stuff so i've been playing the flute and i did a, a couple of recitals and uh in the, i'll say this by myself and about a couple of my other friends who you know i've been to their performances and you can tell the difference between a good musician and a bad musician by the ones, everybody makes mistakes on stage. In fact, I had a teacher tell me that if you're 100% in the practice room, you're going to be 90% on stage. That's just how it is because you're performing and you're not as relaxed, and you know you have the expectation of doing well. So, you know, there was a time where I was performing and I messed up, and as I thought about that mistake, other mistakes came from that because I didn't continue going forward with it. Just like, you know, there's a sax player I know really good to be professional. He is a professional. But anyway, um, you know, he he messed up terribly. And he kept playing with such confidence that you didn't think he messed up at all. You thought it was part of the performance. So, you know, I feel like this can translate into any profession, any sort of skill set anything it's just about keeping up that mental toughness and and yeah if you're a professional man it's all mental it's all psychological
1: yeah a lot a lot of people put in like a lot of emphasis like you know you said with flute you you can get really good and you can recite you know you could play any song right yeah but to perform it and like you just like you just said to perform it in front of people and to play through the slip-ups that happen because you know you playing in your room is even you know with Street Fighter or fighting games, you playing in your room online against people is never going to match playing at a tournament when there's people behind you. You know, all of a sudden there's people watching, and you can for sure. You can yeah. see them. You can see their body. You can see what their arm looks like. You know, it's just something different. Yeah. You know, like you just said, it's it's harder to put it out. You're never. That, that's a good. Uh, that's a good example. Of what you just said. The you know, if you're 100 at home, you're 90 there. Yeah. Oh, or, is, less it, or less or less. <laughs> yeah, it's probably eighty, you know. Yeah. And that's for sure for anybody. It has to be the same for anybody. And yeah, the, the better people will just like you just said, they push through. And in anything, you're right. You know, the a mistake happens, you push through it, you you know, and that comes through experience.
0: Yeah, it it really does because and I'm glad you said that too, because um I learned how to, you know, keep playing. one thing I was in the orchestra and, you know, in the beginning, the first year of being in orchestra, I messed up a whole bunch. I'd never played with other musicians before. You you know how it was, um, like, I, I taught myself how to play. I've always been a solo player. So the first year of college, I was playing with all these musicians. Um, I messed up so much because I just didn't, I didn't know how to read the conductor. I didn't know how to properly read music. And you had to train yourself through experience of how to push through. Uh, every single mistake. And it happened all the time. You know, we were all amateurs, so we all made mistakes. And we had to continue the play. And that was the one lesson that they continued to drill on us over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, real, um, real really difficult to get to. I, I wouldn't even say I'm that good at that because, I, I mean, I, I play – usually I play pretty well in tournament just because I don't really care about anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't well. – yeah, I don't feel pressure for whatever reason, but for a newer player that, that for sure is, is uh it's for sure a big struggle. I'll see players that, you know, you hear that they're coming up online and they're really good and you you know what they're capable of and they'll come out offline and they're just, you know person. But yeah. over time, you know, these the same people there there's been some people like that that, you know, over time they developed, you know, the rough skin. People yeah you know, we have the the burden and the blessing and the burden of twitch where you can see yeah. the chat talking shit about how fat you are
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that you yeah, know you,
1: you have to get used to that and you know some people become really their character gets really well built off of that you know they become just really strong people yeah and they don't yeah. feel the pressure you know and they know the chat's always you know you know the internet the internet's the internet but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
1: at first there's people that just don't get used to that or they you know they have to check the chat they say about me when I did this or that and it's just it's just so much going on at once that people don't really realize how tough competitive games are in general. But like I said, fighting games to me are more difficult just because they stem from that side to side, you know, player to player. You if you can hear their buttons moving a certain way, you know, you build patterns off of things that aren't necessarily Within the screen, but they're on the other side of the screen. So you're sometimes playing two different games. Yeah,
0: I mean for sure, man. And that, as the uh, the vice pres no the chairman of my middle school chess club, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can really appreciate that because yeah, when you see the other guy sweating, you know you <laughs> you you have a, a bit of an advantage, even if he has an actual advantage on the board.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That it shows yeah. that
1: their, their head isn't in the right
0: space. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I want to shout out your your, uh, your social media and all that. And, yeah, we'll wrap it up.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, if you guys are interested in following me, uh, just I'm Elvis West Coast on Twitter, one word. And my – our show is called The Gauntlet. G-A, the G-A-U-N-L-E-T. Our logo's on with the pig one. Little pig on there, um, and our Twitter's Gauntlet, the uh, Gauntlet cast. But like I said, I mean, we we're not so much fighting game focus as much. We definitely do hit that. It's more of you know, a background into our lives through the scope of fighting game. So today hey, it's all good, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's more what we do. But yeah, check out our other stuff like our YouTube channel, Gauntlet TV, and we stream on Twitter. Started right now, you know, and hopefully, maybe we follow up who knows how long from now I'll have more to say and, you know, I will have a more extensive resume. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. And, and I'm going to be following you guys very closely now because, uh, you know, I see a future partnership for sure in one, <laughs> in one way or another. I don't know how yet, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen Well, we're going to make this happen, you know, if for your future aspirations, you know, especially when it comes to just putting out the meaningful content uh, that that's what really resonates with me. Cause I try to, just personally, I try to put out as much meaningful stuff as possible. So I, that's what I really like, you know, uh, about your, your podcast and your, your YouTube channel and all that. So, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, shout-outs to all you guys listening. Uh, yeah. Hope you enjoy your anime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh We do. Yeah. So this is Batman Live 2002. You guys already know. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, all that. That was awesome. So yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Hopefully, I can get you on at some some point in the future. And we'll we'll talk about something else. Yeah, we'll chop it up again. Maybe I'll I'll uh, I'll watch an anime or two, so we can talk about that. Make the
1: <laughs> stay on
0: brand a little bit. Yeah. All right, man. Well, cool. Yeah, cool we talk- it. And it, it's good. It's good to talk to you because, like, for real, we haven't like talked in like how many years? Ten years? I don't know if it's actually been ten years. Maybe maybe eight. But, you know, yeah.
1: we used to ride the bus together after school every day for, like, a year.
0: But what was that, the, the 31? 32, man. Come on. Oh, the 32, yeah. <laughs> I said, wait, oh, the, not the 31. We were going to Atlanta. No, yeah,
1: 33 sometimes, because the 32 was always late, remember?
0: Yeah, because the bus only came once an hour, and, man, if that bus was late, would be late by, like, two or three hours or some crazy mess like that. Yeah, man, we...
1: Yeah, we, we we went through a lot of stuff for us not to have talked, but, you know. It's gonna exactly. Up well, we're, we're going to fix that, man,
0: for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. We're going to fix that. But all right, man, I will have you on at a later time, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on. man. Oh, man, no, thank you for
1: having me. Thank you for everyone, to everyone for uh, listening.
0: Um, thank you to all the guys
1: who came over after. I'm going to shout this out on my podcast. So let's see how many of them come over and listen. I know, yeah. I know for sure I'm speaking in a different tone than I do on uh, our show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> it's all good, man. It's hearing all a, lot good. Less, uh, a lot less flavor stuff coming out of my mouth, but, you know, we got to be professional sometimes. So, yeah. To you guys.
0: I, I mean, I, I try to keep it casual, but, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. But anyway, man, I will talk to you later. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep this connection going, and hopefully we get to grow together. All right, man. All right, man. Peace. Later.